What a birthday episode. Um, <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Uh, my name is GM. Um, this is four things. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel a little bit out of my element right now. I'll explain why in a minute. Uh, my co-host is here uh, by the by the saving grace of, of God himself. Uh, Denzel, if you could do me a favor, just go ahead and introduce yourself. Let the people know. It is me, Denzel, usually the co-host, but today I am the captain of the ship. <laughs> oh man um i so I'll, I'll explain to everybody exactly what just happened or whatever but um and, and why we're we're kind of we're we're stumbling right now but we're fine we're gonna get it together um we have a guest i guess if you could go ahead let people know who you are what you do why they may know you or why you would want them to know you hey how's everyone doing my name is eddie gangland and i am simply a passenger on benzel's ship today um, but, but I'm here for the ride and I'm looking forward to, to shooting the shit and, and talking art and talking NFTs and metaverse and everything crazy. Um, Eddie, I, uh, I appreciate you for taking the time to join us. I appreciate you for, um, for, for hanging through this crazy whirlwind of, uh, technical issues. Um, but this is all your fault to begin with. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't... <laughs> For the people that don't know, um, I usually record the show with something called Zencaster. Um, that's a program that I've used since the beginning of the show. And what it does is it gives me a chance to be able to have a soundboard and stuff like that. And it also makes it so that everybody doesn't have to download an app or anything like that. You you just go to the site. Um, I send you the link. You go to the site and it, it pops it up and we have the conversation or whatever. And I'm able to, to use the soundboard so I can use the intro if I want to, or, you know, whatever kind of puts me in like the vibe for the show. It's like when like a boxer's going out or whatever, and they have like the intro music, you know, like they're getting ready. Um, that's like what the intro is for me. Like I play it and I, I really, I'm just like, y'all, when you listen to the show, like I kind of get into it at the same time. We can't do that with zoom. Like there's no way to do that. So even just starting off the show, I'm like, uh, Hey everybody. <laughs> this is four things, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Everybody makes some noise. So, um, so I don't know. So there was that, and then the other thing is, is we had to figure out some things with uh, with Zoom. Where I was told, I, I heard that I just I should just be able to hit record um, and and record the episode, but uh, it wasn't that easy. And so Denzel, all of a sudden, he sometimes he shows up to co-host, sometimes he doesn't. Like sometimes there's construction going on outside of his house, and sometimes he doesn't have power. Um, you know, <laughs> we don't really know so um denzel happened to be here i heard his i heard his voice in my headphones i said oh my god i've never been happier to hear your voice denzel so denzel's recording the show right now so that's why it's uh it's it's his ship and we're all just uh we're all just passengers i guess but um eddie first off i wanted to say congratulations man i i i've been following you for a while now uh the last few months or whatever and I've kind of watched you, I'm not going to say I've watched you come up through the art world, because I'm, I'm sure, you know, you've been doing this thing for a long time. But I feel like I've kind of watched you come up on the, in like the, the NFT game or whatever. And, you know, and I, I've noticed over the last few weeks that you've been out here absolutely killing it, destroying it. So I just want to say congratulations on, on all that stuff. How does that feel? I appreciate you, dude. Yeah, um, I, I definitely... You're you're one of the homies that I recognize on Twitter. Like the second your name pops up, there's something <laughs> about it that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he's one of the OGs. So yeah, I think you were you've been along for basically the whole NFT ride. How does it uh, how does it feel to 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 get some recognition? I guess you know what I mean. Like how does that feel? 
it feels good, dude. Um, it was a long time. Um, I mean, everything everything considered, it, it was a long time for me. I mean, I gave it a few years um, and, and basically had very little sales. Uh, it, similar to a lot of artists, I think I always dreamed of one day being a sort of self-employed, just one man shop kind of artist. And yep. now with NFTs, I'm finally able to do that. So it's, it's, it's nothing but blessings, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, I saw that recently with your, uh, with your, with your recent success, you, uh, you went out and picked up, I'm not going to say it's a toy, but I'm going to say it could be considered a toy, I guess, <laughs> depending on what, what kind of mood you wake up in and then, uh, what, what day it is. Uh, you picked up a drone. How's, how's that going? Yeah, dude, I was kind of looking for a, a toy slash something I can something I can turn into a sort of business use. Um, and I, I thought of the drone only because um, a buddy of mine had one and he was playing around with it. And they do this thing where they can kind of auto track. So he was basically able to circle himself and the drone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like what they the do park. with the dogs and stuff. Yeah, dude, that was wild. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I'm doing street art or if I'm doing something live painting or something yep. of that sort, then I can have this drone behind me. And I thought I, I was sold. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, – it's funny because I saw you made that move with the drone. I saw um, Kid 8 picked up a uh, – shout out to Kid 8. He picked up a, um, a, a motion capture suit. And, uh, and so there's goons in his uh, in his loft in 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 the UK, no running around in a motion capture suit so that he can do things with uh, with Baby Jeevil, and um and for me like that's what it's all about like that's what this whole thing that's what I really love about you know the NFT game um and and what it's kind of brought to the creator or whatever and the creatives is like people are able to take. You know, if you gave Eddie money at some point in his life, and now Eddie, I don't, you know, we don't know each other all that well, but I'm, I'm going to assume that if somebody said like, okay, I'll use my, I'll use me for, for example, say, say somebody walked up to my mom and said, somebody's going to give your son uh, $250,000 um, to, to do something with. My mom's probably going to think that I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to be honest. Like she's going to, she's going to be like, Oh no. Like he's going to, well, how many drugs is he going to go out and buy? Like, what's he, like, what's he going to do? He's going to get strippers. Like he's going to, well, like to generate things. Well, yeah, do. all the things, yeah, all the things, like all the <laughs> shitty things. Like I swear my mom would be like, don't do that. You know? And, and, and in my head, I'm looking at it. Like I got to get my teeth fixed. Um, I'm finally going to be able to be on camera for the first time in my life and not feel like I'm, I'm like super fucking insecure because of my mouth or whatever. Like, you know, this has been too long. You know, it, like I said, it's my birthday's coming up. My birthday's tomorrow. Um, I, I never really talk about how old Happy I am birthday, on the show. Bro. I appreciate that, brother. Um, I never really talk about how, how old I am on the show, but I'm, I'm turning 40. Like, that's like, you know, for that's me. That's an important year, dude. It that's is. Cool. It's, it's like, it's, it's a big number. And like, for me, it's like one of those things where, uh, to be honest with you guys, I, I know this sound, and I know people say this type of shit all the time, but like, I don't know why, but I didn't expect to live past 30 years old. Like it's, it's a weird thing. Like I, I did music my whole life. I know, I know it like, you could laugh, but like, I'm saying like, this is my fucking, like, this is my mentality of like, this you wanted is how, a really full and short life. I really thought that I was going to check out around 30. I thought like my, my deal was like, I'm either going to be a famous rapper or I'm going to be dead by I'm 30, like 30 years old. Like that's, what's going to happen. That's awesome. 
I and then when that. I, I love that mentality. And then when I became 30 and I wasn't a famous rapper, I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> well, I, I thought, die. I thought that that was it. Yeah. Like, like, all right, now I got a whole life ahead of me. And like, I don't know. And then I had a heart condition at 33 and I got to stand my heart. Jeez. And like, that was like the moment where I was like, Oh, this shit's real. Like, this is like way too, like I've been, I've been, and I, and I'm still dumb. Like I'm still out here doing dumb shit and fucking around or whatever. But like, back to what I was saying is if, if I were to get, you know, a large chunk of, of, uh, of money right now, like I'm, I would, t- I, you know, I'm fixing my teeth. Like I'm doing like these little things or whatever. But at the end of the day, I have so many creative ideas to do that I just don't have accessibility to do them. I've, I've never been around a bunch of, a bunch of toys and stuff like that to be able to kind of play with stuff and, you know, and see what works and whatever. Like every time I try to do something, it's like, I got to sell this to buy that. Like I always got to flip this in order to get into that or whatever. Like that's been my whole fucking life. So like at some point, if, and I'm guessing we're all in the same boat, you know what I mean? Like we've never really had like a, a windfall of money to come in to be able to support what we do creatively. And now we're in a position where we can do that. And like, I, I just love being able to see that with, with, like I said, guys like you and kid and stuff like that, where it's like, this is just the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, like when people see Eddie got a drone, like they might be like, Oh, he's out here fucking around buying a drone. And it's like, no nah, man, like this shit just leveled him up. Like, like if you're a holder of Eddie's or whatever, like you just exactly. like, you're about to be in for a fucking treat. Yeah, I mean, it, that, like you said, we, we haven't been around that kind of capital. And now it's like they're freeing the creatives by, by putting this sort of pillow of capital under, under the guys that are grinding. Just because it, it's been a long time coming, I think. I think the issue was there was no way to do it before. There was no direct vein yep. to the collector. And, and now there is. So, yep. yeah, I think it's the very, very beginning. And I'm excited about that. Um. I know you do some uh, some like metaverse stuff also, like wearables and stuff like that, right? Yeah, dude, I've been dabbling with the metaverse. I, I got into crypto voxels pretty early. Um, I have six plots in crypto voxels. So then Sheesh. once I got Ooh, that, yeah, good. Pretty, yeah <laughs> I, I love I love crypto voxels. Um, I actually I wish I had more time in the day just so I could play in that metaverse more. Um, but I, I got into making those those uh, wearables and. And that's exciting to me, too, because the wearables is almost like um, I think of the wearables almost like T-shirts and merchandise in the real world in the sense that you'll have an artist who may sell one of a kind paintings or limited edition paintings. And those are very, very, very expensive and sought after. But over time, the wearables become collectible as well, because, shoot, if you have a wearable from from this year and we're five years in the future that that's going to cost some coin i believe so we'll see but that's why i'm excited about the wearables are you um so you're a believer that anything with the 2021 stamp on it is gonna is gonna is gonna mean more you think in the future it doesn't have to be 2021 per se because i don't mm-hmm. want to offend like the crypto punks but right. i believe oh yeah yeah or, yeah you know you, you feel before. me like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I yeah. 20, 2021 and before i guess is what i exactly, mean exactly exactly yeah i definitely think I mean, just like anything, right? Let's be real. Like, if you collected any sort of trading card, any sort of anything, the earlier editions are always more sought after just because they were the earliest. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd, I'd be lying to you if I thought – if I said that I thought, like, my pieces five years from now will have the same long-term value as my first-year pieces. I, I just think it'll be, like, the rookie year. I can take that. 
I think that I think the big thing with the space is, you know, being rewarded when you're early. And um, that's one thing that in my life, I feel like I've been early a lot, but I don't know if I've ever like, I don't know if I've really been rewarded for being early. <laughs> like, I just end up being the guy exactly. that tells all my friends like, oh, you got to check this out or like, oh, you got to get into this. And then they get into it. And then six months later, they come back to me and they're like, oh, hey, you got to check this out or you got to get like the same thing that I told them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I told you that. And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. And I'm like, no, I know for a fact I told you about that shit. And and now it's like everything because of the blockchain and all that. It's like you're, you know, like with the ENS drops or whatever, like we were roped into that. And you can't take that away from anybody. You can't say to somebody, oh, you weren't there for that. Like, no, I was definitely there. Like, I got the drops. What I, I totally agree a thousand percent. And just even building on what you're saying, I think a lot of the people that are in NFTs now and in this sort of new digital asset space, we've been dealing with like RPG games and, and like yeah. uh, uh, multiplayer games for fucking years. And the mm -hmm. issue is we've been wasting all this money on these digital collectibles. And the second that that game goes away or a new platform comes, like those, those collectibles are basically gone and we've never had any value to them. So I think the dudes, the, the, the guys and gals who got here really early and have kind of dealt with the digital asset space have a huge leg up on everybody else because everybody's getting used to the idea of digital collectibles. And we've been waiting for this shit for a really long time. You know, um, I know Denzel's into the uh, into the video game, um, the crypto and uh, gaming arena and stuff like that. Like he's really Every big into that kind of stuff. More. Yeah, he's been investing in it uh, pretty uh, pretty heavy and stuff like that. Um, and we were talking about it actually with Evie when he was on the show um, from the Ethereum homies. We were talking about uh, this exact thing. We were talking about like game like the how we all grew up. They were talking about how they grew up playing uh, like RuneScape. And um, RuneScape was my game. Dude. Yeah. That was my game. <laughs> God damn it, man! Like, Yo, I would catch you in the wilderness and fuck you up. <laughs> You fucking nerds. Um, I know. Yeah, I, I, I explained. I played Magic the Gathering and stuff like that. Like, I played, like, a lot of, like, a, a lot of, like, you know, uh, fantasy-based uh, stuff or whatever. Like, like, I dig it, but I just never got into RuneScape. I never got into World of Warcraft. Um, and I know that that's where a lot of you guys, like, got your experience from in this. I was saying, like, what I where I got my experience from was, was FIFA. Um. I started playing FIFA a few, well, probably about five years ago or so. And um, every year they, they put out a new FIFA. And when, when new FIFA comes out, you got to build up your ultimate team. And every week they have card packs that come out. They have releases. They have, you know, and you have to play the market. Like you, there's a there's a market, um, a live market or whatever. And you have, you know, one week you might have a guy. Then this is what happened was the first season that I, I bought into it. Like, you know, I, I bought these packs. I, you know, I, I put my team together and I'm like, oh, you know, my team's legit. And then all of a sudden a month after like them putting out new characters and new players or whatever, you know, new shit. All of a sudden my guys, like I go to look at the market on what, what the value of my guys are and they're, they're dead. Like they're, you know, I paid 40,000 coins from or for them or whatever. And like, they're down to like, you know, 7,000 coins. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what, what? So now I just don't get those coins back. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what the fuck? And that's when I realized like, Oh, all right, I gotta, I gotta hustle this thing. Like I gotta figure out like a way to be able to, to buy guys for low and sell them for high and all that kind of stuff. I didn't have any experience at all with any of that shit, but I just knew I didn't want to have a shitty team. <laughs> that, that, you that's know. dope. I mean, like I said, it's all these kind of life experiences that actually came before NFTs. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, 
see the thing is and and this actually it can be a whole fucking podcast in itself but all of my buddies that are really like important painters and contemporary artists they're yep. really struggling like really struggling in this space and they're like blowing up my fucking texts because yep. they've been making so much money in the contemporary space and they, they just don't know how to translate into digital assets <laughs> and i think the issue is they didn't fucking play runescape they mm-hmm. needed to play mm-hmm. runescape and they failed that's that's very well that very well could be it because that's i think i you know what now that you mentioned that i think i think i saw that you made a tweet the other day that i'm not going to say it was like a controversial tweet or anything like that but I, i'm going to say i saw i think some other people kind of like tweeting off yeah, of it without saying. where you had mentioned about like your the time that you spend on twitter is like a direct reflection of your sales basically um that you know that, that could be a direct reflection of your sales and i saw some people saying like look I spend fucking 10 hours a day on Twitter and I'm not selling like that. So that can't be, you know, like that, that's, that's just not it. Like whatever my, before you comment on this, I just want to say my piece on this. Um, if you're spending 10 hours a day on Twitter and if you're out here right now in this space and in what's going on right now, and you're an artist that's, that's spending 10 hours a day on Twitter and you're not getting sales, like, like not even, not even like one every couple of days, or if it's, if it's really, really hard for you out here, you are not using Twitter correctly. Uh, and I'm right. sure I'm, I'm sure that that's very painful or you're overcharged. That, now that's Way another thing. You're right. Yeah. Overcharging is definitely a thing. But what I'm saying is in, in relation to what, right. in relation to what Eddie was saying about being on Twitter all day and, and being able to sell off of that. Here's the thing is that people need to understand there's a way to use Twitter. And some of us, when we weren't born as as socialites or we weren't born as um maybe even like media um or marketing um people or whatever like there's it's just a dividing line some people are they're willing to figure it out and to put it together and to do those things and some people are like i'm just not gonna do that shit like Ren one is I've known Ren for years now. I've known him going back to the blind box when we did the old podcast in 2015. Like he's been, he's been there this whole time for six years or whatever. And and he's a real one like that, like that dude's a real one, but he did not understand how to use Twitter. Like he didn't know how to like, he's a very um, in your face kind of dude, like not in a bad way, but he's very honest. Like he's very, and like sometimes that shit on Twitter comes across a certain way. Like it, it might not come across as genuine as you might think, or, and then there's also a way to play like retweets and stuff like that. Like, and this is all stuff that Eddie could probably talk about where I think he, he has this stuff down. Cause I've watched him. I've seen him move out here for the last five months or whatever, where I've watched how he, how he's doing it and there's definitely bro, a method to it it's not like you just wake up thousand followers bro in eight months i don't know how the fuck that even happened <laughs> but sorry i didn't mean to cut you off Please no 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 no, no you're good but i'm saying like eddie though the thing is is like there's a way to engage on twitter without engagement on twitter you know what i'm saying and like and, and really what a lot of it comes down to and this is what i really when people complain about the algorithm and they're like you gotta break the algorithm bro like you got we gotta break this algorithm this algorithm's holding really us down bro i'm like yo it's not like i'm like it's not the algorithm like get it out of your fucking head like like just hit people up like if i hit up eddie and, I'm, and i just reply to him on a message or whatever yeah it might not show him that one reply or whatever but like what eddie just said fucking 
10 minutes ago or whatever he's seen me out here like you can't the algorithm can't exactly. hold uh, they can't hold you back if you're constantly out here you, that's how you break the algorithm is just by replying to people just just hit people up artists and stuff if you see that somebody's having a fucked up day or whatever hit them up with a message and be like yo bro like you know push through that shit like you got it blah 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 that all goes back to the shrug life thing like these are all be a human be a human yeah. on twitter and you'll do okay <laughs> And people don't understand it because, and I hate right. to say this, but like artists <laughs> and artists aren't the best at being humans all the time. Like they're like, it's just what it is. Like they're really good at being artists, but sometimes they have a hard time with, with finding a way to be able to relate to people or have a conversation with people. They, they, they second guess themselves when they go to send a message or give props to somebody or whatever. Like these are all things that are going to help your engagement and like your Twitter moves and shit like that. And people look at that as like, well, oh, so I got to kiss ass to blah, blah, blah. No, if you think you have to kiss ass to that person, you're probably following the wrong person. Yeah. Just dip out. Like, just exactly. go give props to somebody else who who actually deserves them or whatever. And then you don't have to worry about that, you know? I agree, dude. I actually, um, so I, I look at Twitter, I think, a lot differently than, than a lot of people. And maybe that's why I don't struggle with it. Because I largely look at Twitter like it's my marketing time. It's It's not even... I don't even honestly go on Twitter to have fun. I go on Twitter because I've budgeted those hours in my day in order to build yep. my gangland brand. And I think that's the issue people are having. They go on Twitter in order to see what Bob, Jill, and Johnny have done with their day. And then they comment back with a few people. And then they're like, okay, well, this fucking sucks. And then they sign off. And I'm on there trying to meet new people, liking yep. art, commenting on art pieces. Like, that's what you've got to do if you if, if you're just on there like looking at things nobody can nobody can hear nobody can see eyes, your eyes right? yep 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 you're 100 percent, bro exactly yep no i didn't mean to cut that's you off but that's, that's a thousand percent is like you can't you have to you have to activate yourself into the conversation and like with me i guess the fine line that i have to walk sometimes is like if I invite somebody, like I had an issue with uh, with Andy Melanakis or whatever, where like um, I I invited Andy Melanakis onto the show when he first got onto the scene, and it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm I'm such a big Andy Melanakis fan, I have to talk to him about NFTs. Like, y'all got to understand. Like I said, I'm 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 a little bit older. Like like to me, Andy Melanakis was the kid that came on MTV and you know and was annoying and you know whatever. Like I don't look at him in the same way where I'm like, oh, Andy's a he's he's got to be so much fun to hang out with like i just wanted to talk to the, the dude about nfts like i just thought maybe some hip-hop nft talk or whatever i know he's into hip-hop shit i saw that like some people are kind of giving him a hard time about getting into the nft scene and like kind of um you know like oh we don't want you here like that type of shit and like and and so i reached out to him and i was like hey man if you want to jump on the show sometime um i never heard anything back and i was like all right whatever like not a big deal you know what i mean like i wasn't heard about it or anything but i'm still gonna get my, my little jokes off or i'm still gonna make note of it or whatever and I made note of it, and um, and I made a little joke about it where I was like, oh, Andy would rather go and hang out with the uh, with the influencers in New York City than than hang out, you know, and jump on my show. So I can't really feel bad for him, you know, whatever. Like, oh, well. and Andy popped up, and he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't see your message. And he circled his emails, the amount of unread emails he has, and it's like you know, one hundred and four thousand unread emails. Oh my god. Like that. Yeah, something like that. And I'm like, well, I didn't email you. I sent you a Twitter message. Like it's, you know, like you're you're supposed to you're here asking questions, trying to engage with people. Like you're literally putting out questions like what NFT should I buy or like whatever. So I know you're checking your mentions and shit like that. So like I figured I'd reach out. If you don't want to do the show, like that's fine with me. I'm not offended or whatever. Like I've I've been doing this 
podcast and the other podcast long enough that like if somebody doesn't reply to me or if somebody turns me down for the show or whatever, I don't take it personal. Like it's like, all right, no problem. And I'm like, I just I kind of keep it moving. But I don't want to hear you cry about not being accepted by the community when I I literally reached out to you to try to be cool to you. And it wasn't because I'm a super fan or anything like that. Like I I actually I know what it's like to get into the NFT world and feel like you're not really wanted there because you're like I feel like I've been the hip hop dude in the nerd circle. I feel like I've I've been the nerd in the hip hop circle. Like I've never really felt like I've, I've really snapped in to, you know, one place. So when I saw Andy trying to come in, I was like, all right, like we could probably have a cool conversation about this. I could kind of hip him to some of the things that are going on out here in the scene. Um, You know, so he knows about it, you know, going forward, you know, whatever, it didn't work out, but then he started to do that, like kind of Hollywood type shit. And I'm just like, bro, I'm just trying to be cool with you. Like I was just trying to have you on the show or whatever, just to talk. And like, I don't know, like, I just feel like it's, it's a lot of, like, we have a lot of that type of stuff going on right now where it's like, like, especially lately, I know that the influencer stuff is like a big conversation that people are having. And um, I feel like there's people here for like the right reasons that engage on Twitter, that talk that, you know, that, that'll, you know, they keep up with what you're doing and stuff like that. And then there's other people that like, they really, it's like what you're saying, Eddie, where you look at it as a tool. Um, but at the same time, you don't have to treat it as a tool. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta be real life, but I mean, you've got to look at, you've got to budget out your time. And the issue is a lot of people yep. I think are on Twitter eating shit and they're not really marketing or building their brand at all. Yep. Yeah. They're just there just because they're looking at it as like Facebook or whatever, as opposed right. to like seeing like, I, I think like the real possibilities of it or whatever. They're using it like a popularity club, whereas mm-hmm. I'm using it as I'm trying to meet a hundred new people that day. And that's the difference. I respect it. Um, so you got these, uh, you got these skulls that you've been doing. You want to talk about those a little bit? Um, the, 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 the newer stuff that you've been putting up, uh, lately? Yeah, dude. And, and that should be, um, developing into some crazy stuff. I just can't say too much because I'm waiting for some announcements to be made. Um, but the skulls uh, were on, I think, skull 327, I think. Uh, actually, yeah, the, the, the Twitter game is blowing up right now because people are waiting for me to finish this podcast so that I can post. Um, <laughs> right? You have giveaways, right? right? right. No, it's this, I'm, I'm listing a, a Dutch auction. I've been doing a couple of Dutch auctions uh, here and there, um, which is basically I start the auction at 2 ETH. And then it goes down to 0.5 ETH over the 24-hour period until right. someone buys it. Um, the last one sold, I think, for 1.93 ETH. So I'm curious to see who scoops it up and when. Um, I actually like this skull, so we'll see what happens. You uh, you look at them like babies? You like some of them more than others? Yeah, I mean, you can't. I can't lie to you. I, <laughs> like yeah, some babies man. are better than others, I guess. It's, yeah, I, I, absolutely, yes. Um People, I think you you get more connected to certain pieces, or or they just are more your style, um, like your real, true core, like belief style of art. And then sometimes right. you make maybe more commercial style pieces, and and those maybe don't hit home as much um, for me as the artist. But I, I, I try to make art that, that that pleases everyone. You mentioned you can't really talk about what's, uh, you know, what's what's coming up or, you know, what's going on. But is there anything that you can talk about, I guess, about what's coming up? Like, is there anything that you, you know, especially with your fans or whatever, like I know that you have a, a, a strong base out there. You know, you have a, a rabid fan base. Um, I'm sure they would like to hear uh, something um, about what's what's 
down the pipeline? Yeah, dude. Um, so there's a couple things I could talk on. Um, I'm a part of this group called, well, I was invited to be a part of this group called the Meta Art Club. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen them on Twitter, but they're starting to pick up. Um, they're focused in Hong Kong. They basically, I can't give too much information about it, but they basically invited me to be one of the artists and, um, and, and funded me to create these pieces exclusive for this collection. And what they're basically doing is they're curating this collection of art pieces from all these different artists um, in order to provide the Hong Kong collector with a more trusted, I guess, portfolio to choose from. Um, they've noticed that in Hong Kong, um, there still isn't that sort of sense of security or trust in NFTs. So they, they believe that if they were able to curate this collection of 35 international artists that they believe in, that they can provide this as a safer tool for these investors. So I'm a part of that and I'm kind of excited about, I'm pretty excited about that. And then there's a bunch of other things I can't talk too much about. One thing I can talk about is I'm planning an, uh, hopefully international, but at least a national solo tour next year. I want to hit up like four or five major cities in the U S and, and, and offer like almost like, my my i don't want to give away all my ideas to other artists who are going to be on your show but kind of like if you come out to see me you can mint on site but otherwise you cannot mint that nft and then that way i can do like a national tour of like five pieces like amazing masterpieces and you can only mint them on site if you come out to the tour so that's kind of what i'm having what i'm planning out at this that's moment. kind of crazy congratulations right. yeah that's really cool i've never thanks, even thought of something like that that's actually really cool I mean, and think about how easy it would be, right? Because yeah, like, they just that's not even groundbreaking, out. but for some reason, that just thought never just crossed my mind. That's really cool, man. Congrats on that. Thanks, dude. Thanks, and I, I think, I think it'll be. I, I have a feeling that that'll become more of the culture. Like we'll be seeing more artists doing that kind of thing, just because NFT. Since NFTs kind of create this bond between artist and collector, it's nice to kind of meet these people in person. And I haven't really had that opportunity yet, so. Yeah, yep. you know, I'm really excited about that. That's dope. Um, anything else, or uh, is it under, under the under the lid? I can't say too much. I might be joining another marketplace soon, but that's honestly where I have to finish that sentence. Right, right. <laughs> I understand. Well, uh, well, congratulations, possibly on that as well. As well. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> possibly, congrats. Um, yeah, man. I. Uh, Hey, I appreciate you taking the time for uh, for joining us. And I know you're um, I know you got some stuff going on that you got to get out of here for. Um, I completely understand. Um, I, uh, I really do appreciate you taking the time, though. Um, and like I said, if there, you know, if there's anything that you wanted to, to, to cover while you were here, if there's anything that we didn't talk about or anything like that, um, you know, you can feel free to throw that out also. No, dude, I, I honestly have been wanting to come on the podcast for a while. But, you know, life has been crazy and things just don't join up. But um, but this was a bucket list of mine. I wanted to be on this podcast. I mean, ever oh, since shit. I saw. Yeah, bro, for sure. You're, you're, I think your podcast Jeez. really keeps to the core of kind of the community. And I, I think you just you just keep it authentic. And I think that's cool. So, I mean, Word. that's that's really yeah, I'm, I'm honored to be on the show. If anybody's listening, doesn't know me, check out ganglandskulls.com. And I think that would be cool. That's my NFT collection that I'm most known for. 
Word. Well, um, and, and the other thing is, uh, Eddie, if you, you know, you ever want to come back, um, we're going to be doing some roundtables and stuff like that. Um, we're going to be doing some VR stuff also. So I don't know if you, if you have the VR headset and stuff like that. Um, but we're going to be, you know, we're going to be in the, in the metaverse hanging out and stuff like that. So you're always welcome to come back and kick it and, uh, you know, and, and hang out some more. That sounds awesome, dude. And I guess ending the conversation full circle, how you were laughing at me, how I bought the the drone earlier and how we have all this capital. The next item on my list is an Oculus. So let's go. Nice. Me and Denzel, we have a, a virtual reality show that we're going to be putting together here. So, that sounds awesome. Um, I'm it's in. Gonna, I'm it's in. a lot like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, except for we're going to be in, in VR. And um, there's also another sideshow that I actually I'm, I'm thinking about starting up where it's basically and if anybody steals this, I'm coming for you because this is such a weird idea that like if anybody takes this and does this, I know where you got this from. Um, I'm, I'm going to have artists on the show to uh, to play blackjack. Um, That's cool. Yeah, there's a blackjack table that we can go to in this uh, in this 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 thing, and they have all types of different things that you can pull out from your wallet and stuff there, like your stash or whatever, where it has like a rubber ducky, and then there's a cigar, and you can make the cigar go in the rubber ducky's mouth and have the ducky smoke the cigar, and it's fucking weird, man. Like there's just all types of different things you can do in there, and I think that artists in like that type of a setting would be really interesting, just playing blackjack and just playing with like random gadgets and shit like that so um that's another thing that we're going to be doing here so i don't know how you are at blackjack but if you want to if you want to come through and lose some money count me in on that too bro count me in on the vr and the blackjack those sound awesome i love it um so uh if um if anybody wants to get a hold of you eddie just let them know where they can get a hold of you uh the information contact all that stuff for sure yeah it's eddie gangland on instagram eddie gangland on twitter and if you just want to check out my uh NFT collection that I'm most known for. It's ganglandskulls.com. That's all, folks. Just dope. Um, Denzel, uh, tell them whatever you want to tell them. I don't know. Whatever whatever you want to say to the people, uh, if you want to tell them where they can get a hold of you or anything. If you don't, that's up to you. Mm, no, I got nothing to say to them today. Okay, that's fair. The captain is steering the ship. The captain is steering the ship off the cliff. Um, He is not very good at the socials. No, he's actually really good at the socials, but he does it under a weird thing. It's like this this whole – we'll talk about that another day because what this guy's doing on his Twitter is a whole other level of of art, to be honest with you. Like, Denzel's Twitter is his art, and his art sucks. That is Um, (laughs) <laughs> that is that the is the real thing me. from profile picture all the way down that's my <laughs> um it's awesome yeah denzel is also going to be a part of uh the upcoming struggle life project that's coming out you can go out and cop a struggle life og over on my uh over on my page right now on my open page um if you do that and uh and, and you buy any of those they they will have future utility for the project that we're putting out here at four things um i'm not going to forget about the day ones like that's not going to happen um so anybody that picks any of those up i greatly appreciate you um you can check me out at four things podcast on twitter i'm not going to say that my twitter is my canvas but (laughs) it's it's more i guess the paint you know what i mean like i think the twitter is probably the paint in this area but for denzel it's just the whole uh the whole (laughs) denzel but real quick before we get out of here i just want to say this denzel said something earlier that was really funny to me he goes there's many many floors of den of denzel 
And um, and I replied back to him. I said, "Yeah, the many floors of Denzel." And I used the clip from Elf when he's when he's in the elevator and he's just smashing all the buttons. <laughs> like that's I feel like that's the many floors of Denzel. Like that that's where we're at. Dude, I know so. the exact meme you're talking about too. <laughs> Like, I feel like that's the floors of Denzel. When you get on that ride, you don't know where the fuck you're going off. You don't know when you're getting on. Like, it's, you're just along for the ride. So I guess I, no other, uh, no better way to spend my birthday than a, a crazy Denzel episode with Eddie. So um, I appreciate birthday, both of you bro. guys. Happy Thank early you. birthday, bro. I appreciate that also. And uh, I'm going to go out and grab some food now. Um, everybody who's uh, been checking us out, I appreciate you guys. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, check out the Open Sea. You can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and I have no music to play uh, because I can't play music. So I'm just going to say we're out of here. Denzel's going to say, <laughs> Denzel's going to say, trust the process. And then I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it off in the, in the post-production. So <laughs> perfect. And we have Eddie's music to get us out of here. We'll see everybody next time, man. We appreciate you. Peace out. Eddie, <laughs>